Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, friends, it's Sean Carter back with another episode of Pick a Side, Stupid. This week, we recorded at Blue Ridge Comedy Club, a personal favorite comedy club of mine down here in Bristol, Tennessee. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary there. It's been a lot of fun. So if you haven't been through yet, uh, come through and say hi. We're going to plan another one of these shows in a month or so, but in the meantime, we've got a lot of fun stuff happening there. So you can check out our website, blueridgecomedy.com. And instead of plugging all the shows on this podcast, I'll just tell you what the website is. And then you can look at them and decide if there's one that you want to come to. All right, so this episode will play most of the live show just continuously. But we did cut a couple of debates just for time's sake. So if you notice that there's a little bit of a jump, that's why. There's a couple of bonus debates at the end since we had a little extra time left over and a little bit of a a couple of extra questions. I asked if anybody wanted to debate me. So if you want to hear me debate, listen all the way to the end and you'll hear that. All right. Enjoy the show. We'll start with Travis Stevenson and Anina Russell. Could Travis Stevenson and Anina Russell please come up to the stage? So, um, so you guys know how the game works. I'll ask you a question. Um, whoever goes first gets to pick which side of the debate they are on, what they're arguing, and then they have one minute to make their case. Whoever's going second has to take the opposite side, whether they like it or not, they're going to argue that other side. And they also have one minute to make their case. And then each person has a 30-second rebuttal. Don't go over your time. If you go over your time, you will lose automatically, but you can go under your time if you want. If you think you made a great point in like 10 seconds, feel free to just hand the mic right over and, uh, you know, drop the mic. Don't drop it because it's expensive, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, we'll just move on to the next, to the voting. So, Anina, do you want to go first or second here? I'm going to pick first. First. Okay. So, your question is going to be about movies. Johnny, if you can hit the first slide here. So your question is, which guilty pleasure film, film animals would you rather encounter in real life? Snakes on a plane or a Sharknado? I think this is a pretty easy one to know which one you'd want to do. And that's a Sharknado. Because not only do you try to chase tornadoes, and now there's sharks. I mean, that just seems amazing. Plus, they don't have feet. So it's not like that little fuck is going to, like, chase you down. Like, it's going to have to be perfect angle to get you. Snakes on a plane, you're going to have a couple people in there not wearing their masks, getting thrown off. You're going to be delayed. And there's snakes. And who knows if they're venomous. And, yeah, because sharks are much less scary when they're out of water and in air. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Beat that. <laughs> Sharknado sounds cool on paper, I'll give you that, but my Aunt Missy doesn't have a tattoo of a shark tornado. She's got a tattoo of a snake because they're badass. Was it a shark tornado that tempted Eve with the apple? Uh-uh. It was a snake. 
It was Snake Plissken that escaped from New York and then L.A. Why? Because snakes are badass. And if I'm going to encounter one in real life, I want to encounter snakes so I can make that my whole personality. Snakeskin boots. I'll start referring to my penis as a trouser snake, okay? <laughs> I can't call it a pant shark NATO. Time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, snakes are, I mean, they were in the Bible and also tempted women to do the wrong thing. And I personally do like calling my vagina a snake or a sharknado because not only does it eat them up, but it destroys them completely. Watch out, trailers. Here comes sharknado. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, first off, okay, just to get scientific, tornadoes happen on land. Sharks live in water. It's a water spout, and water spout NATO sounds fucking dumb, and snake sounds cool. And if it's on a plane, you don't expect it. It's extra, it's extra scary. But, I mean, it's probably going to be there because they allow all kinds of shit on planes now, like service dogs, service ponies. Why not a service snake? You know, give it a little vest. It could happen. All right, great points all around. Anina, I thought for sure that you're going to call your vagina a snake pit, but <laughs> opportunity miss. Okay. Um, let's open the voting. Joni, if you can hit the next slide there. Now you guys can vote. You have 20 seconds to vote, and then we will see who wins. Who did, who did the crowd decide to go with this time? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hit escape. Just hit escape. And then hit play. Yeah, and then just click the next one, and then the next one. There you go. Okay, now you guys should be able to vote. Yeah? Okay. Let's see if I can get in here in time to vote. Uh, come on. I'm not going to make it. I didn't make it. All right. Well, John, if you can click to the next one, we'll see who. 79% say snakes on a plane. So that was Travis Stevenson for the win here. Moving on to the next round. And, John, if you can just hit that again, we'll see who's in the, on, on the leaderboard as far as voting goes. So far... Everybody is exactly right. Is that right? Everybody's tied for first? All right. Great job, everybody. Yeah. Well, here we go. Uh, next up, everybody, please welcome Dustin Blevins and Chasey B. Dustin and Chase. Come on up. And... You can vote, yeah. Yeah, it's like the presidential election. You get to vote for yourself and uh, vote as many times as you want. I'm just kidding. It cuts off after once. Okay. Um, Dustin, you're first to the stage, so I'll let you choose whether you want to go first or second. I'll go second. Second. Okay. Chase, your question, Johnny, if you can move us on to the next one, is uh, music, would you rather make it as a wise man or cut it as a m poor man stealing? <laughs> All right. Um, 
I would rather make it as a wise man because as a poor man stealing, I don't think I'd fare too well in prison or jail. Uh, not with this face. Uh, yeah, um, as a wise man, I could profit off that knowledge. Um, but yeah, poor man stealing, I mean, if I went to jail, I mean, you know, I'd have to sniff a lot of penises in jail. Uh, I'd have to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, Johnny's told me before that I wouldn't make it in jail, so I don't think I, don't think I would make it in jail, um, and that's my time. How much time do we get? A minute? A minute, yeah, on the oh. first one, and 30 seconds on the second. Oh. Okay, so you think that you uh, would do better as a wise man? I think I would do better as a poor man stealing because I came from the mountains. I moved here a few weeks ago, or a few years ago. We have this occupation a lot of people in the mountains know. Um, I have some family members that, that do this for work. It's called uh, spotting steel. So we, we spot, spot and steal because we spot it during the daytime, and then at night we come back and steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have, I have a, a genetic inclination to be able to, to – seek out good things and then acquire them illegally. <laughs> so, um, I've just never really had, I've always been the wisest person that I know, so I, I have, a, have a lot of confidence that, um, yeah, I, 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 could, uh, I could do better as a poor man. That's all I got. Yeah, um, Let's see. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really providing a good case that I would make a wise man here. I mean, I'm failing at this, I'm failing at this assignment. So, um, you know, hopefully I can steal this victory. But, uh, yeah, so I guess that's 30 seconds. Well, so uh, I've been to first base a lot. I've stolen second, third, and Gotten home a few times on the sneak and never been caught. Uh, people have been none the wiser. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like my stupidity could just kick your, your smart brain's ass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right. A lot of good points here. There's no way that I could decide. So let's turn it over to the audience and see what they think. You guys now have 20 seconds to vote for what you think. Uh, whether you'd rather be a wise man or a poor man stealing. Is that counting down? It's fine. Okay, it'll come up. We're getting slow internet tonight, I guess. It's spotty. It's not showing. Oh, okay, now it's. Okay, great. Yeah, I got a hardwire my internet instead of using wireless here, I guess. I don't know. Still got five seconds. Three, two, one. Where's, oh, Chase is walking off already. All right, well, let's see what it says. Let's see what it says. Poor man stealing and a close one. 60-40, that's close, but Dustin comes away with a win here. So nice job, both of you. Let's see. Joe Bridges got a buy because nobody wanted to argue him. 
And Rain McKee got a buy because everybody was afraid of Rain. Okay. Here we go. Next up, everybody, please welcome William White and Kiki Share. All right. So, Kiki, you're the first one on stage, so you can choose whether you go first or second here. What do you think? Second. Second. Okay. William, your question is, uh, everybody still tied? Okay, good. Which would you rather your server do while taking your food order? Bite their fingernails or start picking their nose? Okay, I think this one is easy. Obviously, you want them to start picking their nose. Think about it. When someone's taking your order, you don't want them to remember that shit. You want them to write it down. And if they're writing it down, they better not be biting their nails. Like, they can't do both of those things at the same time. And why do I care if they're picking their nose? I mean, it's just going to add a little flavor anyway in the end, you know? Maybe maybe, uh, maybe when they bring out the drinks, I get a little extra garnish, you know? Uh, really, you know, what's it going to hurt? Uh, so I think this one is pretty obvious. You definitely want them to be picking their nose. Well, that's quite the bold choice during a pandem pandemic, so. Um, but I'm going to go into a deeper analysis of the two habits we're discussing at the moment. Because you see, when, when someone is picking their nose, they're bored. It's a sign of boredom. They have nothing else to do with their time. Either you're taking a very, very long time ordering or the service is slow. Ultimately, it's a dull night if even your server is picking their nose. Whereas if you're biting your nails, you're on the edge of your seat. Something exciting <laughs> is happening. Perhaps everything's coming up all at once. Everybody's dining at once. It's an exciting night. Ultimately, I think if your server is so nervous that he is biting his nails, you're in for a good, you're in for a wild night. So what I want to know is what are you ordering that is making your server so nervous that they're biting their nails? I I mean the the most nervous that I think I would be if I was taking someone's order is if they ordered a steak well done because that's just horrible. Uh I mean that that kind of gives me like chills already. Um but I don't necessarily want my server to be uh, scared of, you know, like on the, on the edge of their seat when they're taking my order, you know? Perhaps you haven't had the most exotic dining experiences then. Maybe we're going for fugu. Maybe we want some poisonous blowfish. That could be nerve-wracking. Or maybe we're just, I mean, we just don't want to be fancy like Applebee's and have a dull night. So, you know. Depending on what your culinary choices are, I suppose that what it comes down. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> All right, lots of great choices here, and I am so nervous about it. I'm biting my fingernails right now. So you guys all vote. I'll be over here biting my nails on the edge of my seat, waiting to see who will win this round. We've got 13 seconds left to get our votes in, and. And I think everybody's going to get the right answer because I marked both as correct. So, it's not a nail biter. It's not a nail biter. All right. Looks like all the votes are in. Seventy percent say biting their nails. All right. Nice job, Kiki. So Kiki will be moving on to the next round. 
Um, oh, yeah, look at that. Ben Dover's in the lead. Great. Sean Carter's dad? Who wrote that? All right. Well, next up, everybody, please welcome Jennifer Bridges and Jared Hazen. All right, Jennifer, since you're the first to the stage, I will let you choose whether you go first or second. What do you think? First. first. Okay, great. Your question is, which reality TV show would you rather go on? Age Gap Love, which is about dating someone much older or much younger than you, or My Hotter Half, which is a show where people judge if you or your partner are hotter, are hotter and then the less hot one gets a makeover. Oh, well, definitely my hotter half. <laughs> I've actually never seen either of these shows. I don't know if they're real shows or they're not. They're real, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm going to kind of just assume what they're about right now. So that first one, Age Gap Love, that'd be kind of creepy. I'm um, thinking Hugh Hefner and some of those young ladies. Um, hotter half. We went on both ends because one of us is hot and the other is going to become hot. So there's no problem there. It's fine. Uh, I'm all for age gap love because I want to get rich quick, you know? And I would definitely go up. Like, why go down and have to hear all that bitching, you know? And see, the problem with my hotter half is I date straight across. I keep, you know, I, I have a four at home. So that's why age gap for sure. Don't you want to improve your life? Don't you want your experiences to be grand and grow? How are you going to do that with a four at home? One of you needs a makeover quick. <laughs> and I think that we need to bring her out and judge for ourselves. <laughs> My hotter half, one of us is going to be beautiful. So I think that's definitely the better choice. Here's the problem. <laughs> if I go my hotter half, she's going to become a 14, and then I'm fucked. But <laughs> with the age gap again, I, uh, I just, you know, don't have to worry at all. Like, no one's trying to steal my 80-year-old in a wheelchair. Maybe the medical aid company, because I didn't pay the bill. But that's about it. Okay, that's all, you know. All right, lots of good points. Tough decision to be made here, but we must make this decision as a group. So get on in there and uh, make your vote, whether it's age gap love or hotter half. Which, which show do you think sounds more appealing based on the arguments put forth just now? I've only seen one of these shows. Age gap love should be like a sign on our wall. <laughs> like in the club? All right, let's see how people <laughs> voted. And it is Age Gap Love at 67%. Nice job, guys. 
some great arguments in both directions there. Um, so we're on to round two because John Murphy got a buy and Johnny got a buy. So now we're on to round two. So let's start it up. Uh, first up in round two, everybody please welcome Joe Bridges and Travis Stevenson. Yes. Oh, we've had a couple of people have uh, pulled ahead in the voting here. All right. Nice job, Ben Dover. My dad's doing great. <laughs> I, I know it's not true. He could be voting from home, but uh, it's true. Also, if you're watching the live stream, uh, you could be voting from home. But I know my dad does not watch my comedy. So here we go. Uh, Joe, were you the first on the stage? You can choose whether you go first or second. What do you think? I'll go second. Second. Okay, Travis, your hey, question is, which of these unusual scented candles would you rather buy? Gasoline or fishing Gasoline. bait? Gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever smelled fishing bait and been like, ooh, I hope the living room smells like that. I have huffed a lot of gas as a teenager, and I can tell you right now that if I light that candle, I just get a whiff of nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? I can just hear my grandfather yelling at me or his, my grandmother in the background. It just feels like home, you know? And that's what we need in this country is more good, wholesome, scented candles. And think of all the fun names gas you know you could do a marketing thing it's like you can buy a gasoline you know candle for 4.99 which is cheaper than a gallon of gas load up on these things nobody wants a fishing bait candle because you light that and then you come home and then you think oh my god my wife's been masturbating the entire time again nobody wants to smell that mm -mm. you just leave that stink bait at bass pro where it belongs we don't need that in bath and body works you know what i'm saying i'm sorry we both brought our wives here tonight, and I think you just overshared. Um, I've never had a sexual experience with my wife that smelled like fishing bait, so I don't have that association with it uh, that you might have. Uh, I'm not tied to that. I also didn't huff a lot of gas, but uh, maybe if you did stuff that made your father proud, he would have taken you fishing, and the scent of a fishing bait candle would do a little more for you than one that you just fucking act like you're huffing, but it doesn't even get you high, so what's the point? I think Travis would prefer a Jenkum candle where he just ferments his pee and poop and huffs that. Uh, that's what you graduate to. That's what you graduate to from gasoline. Um, that was strange. I think I'm done. <laughs> a Jenkum candle? Does everybody know what that is? No. No? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was like, am I, like, is there something going on up here? No, a gasoline candle, man. It makes sense. Gasoline, fire, they go hand in hand. Fish bait. Vagina. They still go hand in hand in my head. Is nobody else making that association? They closed down a Long John Silver's when I was in high school and I thought my girlfriend moved. Like, I, you know, I was confused. <laughs> you get the gasoline candle, man. It'll, you know, yeah. <laughs> Time. I come from the city and I like the idea of a fishing bait candle. It makes me think of the area that I moved to. I'm not deeply scarred by uh, having to have redneck hallucinations as a child to avoid living in the trailer park. Um, sorry if that hit close to home for some of you. Um, I think fishing bait's nice. You know why? Because I didn't have a relationship with my grandfather in that way. And I'd like to smell it and think of my grandfather. I wouldn't think of a pussy, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have been huffing gas. Wouldn't a gasoline candle burn really fast? Time. <laughs> All right, a lot of points. 
And now you can all vote on who you think made the best points. Uh, once the internet connects again, we'll get this voting going. All right. Stuck at 20 seconds. Well, in the meantime, let me tell you why I would rather a gasoline-smelling candle. Oh, no, I don't want to sway anybody. That's true. I'll just leave it be. And then afterwards, I'll tell people why I would appreciate a gasoline-scented candle. That's why it's a guilty pleasure, because everybody enjoys the smell of it. And fishing bait, because it reminds you of going fishing. With your, with your dad? No? All right. Well, let's see how people voted. It's going to be up to the crowd here. Gasoline by 75%. Wow. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Gasoline and... Moving up the leaderboard is Cowtown Johnny, and moving to the next round is Travis Stevenson. So, next up, to see who's going to face Travis in the next round, everybody please welcome Dustin and Rain McKee. Rain, it looks like you got to the stage first, so I'll let you choose whether you go first or second. I would like to go second. Second, all right. People are starting to get the hang of it. Here we go. Um... Dustin, your question is going to be, uh, you're watching a movie on your laptop on an airplane. Uh, do you watch a family-friendly animated film or some risky anime? I watch risky anime because I want to keep the people around me from interacting with me. And I want to um, scar at least one child that's seated behind me on the plane. Um, the, um, the thing about uh, kids' movies is that they all have songs, and I'm going to end up singing along to the song and then probably get uh, taken off the plane or uh, at least isolated to the front of the plane with those cool little jackets. I don't want to have any peanuts or snacks. Yeah, I would have to go with, uh, with a risky anime. All right. Rain, it looks like you're going with a family-friendly film. Okay, I pick family-friendly animated film because I want everyone around me to know that I am fucking crazy. Why, <laughs> why would a 23-year-old be watching a family-friendly film? That's probably a pedophile, right? You don't want your children anywhere near this bitch. Then everyone's going to give me a wide radius. They're going to be like, I don't trust this girl watching Inside Out. She's got to be on hallucinogenics right now. All right, that was the last one. <laughs> So the thing about Inside Out is it's a, it's a movie about a bunch of people that live inside someone's head. And um, I feel like I would get really involved in a movie like that and uh, I would spend too much time inside my head. But I would be like one of those bathroom trips where I'm singing a song to myself as I'm taking a dump and then I'm not sure if I'm singing the song out loud or if I'm singing the song in my head until I come out of the bathroom and people are staring at me. So I... Um, I want to get stared at because people think that uh, maybe I didn't Time. take a bath last week. It just occurred to me that the best film of all time is an animated family-friendly children's movie. So if I get to watch Shrek 2 on a plane, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lots of good points here. But it's going to be up to you, the audience, to vote. So we're heading into the voting portion now. Both comedians are leaving the stage, which is... 
it's fine. You can go wherever you want to go. You don't have to stand up here and wait for judgment to be bestowed upon you. But it is nice to see when somebody wins that they celebrate on stage. But I'll celebrate for whoever it is that gets the win, right? I'll, I'll pretend that I'm them. And uh, I, I would not recommend watching Inside Out on a plane, uh, especially if it's your first time watching it, because you will cry on a plane. So, you know, yeah, it was, I was like, why am I so sad? Okay, who won? What do you think? Wow, family-friendly film. Rain McKee gets a first round by and then wrecks it in the second round. So it was a close one. Next up, next up, everybody, please welcome John Murphy and Kiki Cher. All right, it looks like Kiki is the first to the stage. So Kiki, do you want to go first or second? I guess I'll go first this time. First, okay. Bold move. Your question is going to be, uh, you are getting married, hooray! Which of these songs do you choose for your first dance with your spouse? Free Bird or Sweet Child of Mine? I'm not a sadist, and my dancing skills are rather poor, and I believe that Free Bird is like 10 minutes long. So, in the interest of not alienating all of my family and friends, I think I would choose to dance to Sweet Child of Mine. Furthermore, it's more of like a headbanger, doesn't require a ton of skills. Everybody loves it, especially your drunk uncles. Um, yeah, I think I'd have to go with Sweet Child of Mine. Plus, I mean, we can all get into the whole like falsetto Axl Rose moments. You, you know, everybody <laughs> loves those. <laughs> Unites everyone at a wedding, even, you know, your fighting cousins. Right. All right. Thank you. Uh, apparently, we have different drunk uncles because you play Freebird, them motherfuckers going crazy up in my ass. <laughs> sure, Sweet Child of Mine's a banger, but Freebird, that was like 11 class songs all through all of my childhood and my high school. So, uh, Also, you don't want to give the wrong impression. Sweet Child of Mine... That's not what you want to be saying in a loving moment. My child, that's not a good look. Free bird, I'm as free as a bird now, right? Which is also a little bit opposite, let's be honest. That's, <laughs> I didn't get through the end of that thought before I started talking. So, yeah, uh, free bird is also a slow, slow jam. Like, listen, I'm a big boy. You don't want to see me gyrating up there, <laughs> sweet child of mine. You want the left and right, white man walk, lean dance, and that's all you want from me. Trust me, it's better for everyone. Yes, those are some excellent points. I have heard many people call up Freebird. However, Sweet Child of Mine is an American classic. There is no getting around the fact that we have all sung along to that song, that we've all loved to that song, that we have all had the most tender and joyful moments to that song, whereas Freebird is only about being solo and flying solo and, and never finding that one person for you. It's just not a wedding song. I'm Time. afraid. If you were getting banged a sweet child of mine, I feel sorry for your childhood. <laughs> you need some tender loving. Uh, Freebird, you said the sweet child of mine's an American classic, but have you been to any karaoke bar anywhere within the South? What does everyone scream? Freebird! That's a, that's a no-brainer. It's absolutely a classic. And Leonard Skinner, they fucked. 
<laughs> Those dudes fucked for sure. Axl Rose snorted coke. He didn't have, a, he didn't have enough time to be screwing. Leonard Skinner stayed sober till they fucking died in a plane crash. It's whatever. Time. All yeah. right. That, was, that ended on a sad note, but here we are voting on it anyways. What do you think you would rather uh, dance to at your wedding? Who made the best case here for each of these songs? Freebird, a song about being solo and not married? Or sweet child of mine. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, sway the audience. You know, just you know, vote vote for what you like here. Freebird or sweet child of mine. Which which case was made? Who made the best case? What do you think? Well, John Murphy will be moving on to the next round. So. To, to find out who's going to face Travis in the finals, let's have John Murphy and Jared Hazen come up here. And they'll, they'll do battle. Okay. Jared, do you want to go first or second? Oh, this is a rematch. That's right. This is a comedy knockout rematch right here. You're much quicker than me. All right. Um... John Murphy, your question is, as a child, what shenanigans did you get into when unsupervised? Starting small fires or practicing for the knife fights you assumed you'd get into later in life? I mean, can I take both for a thousand, Alex? <laughs> Fuck me. I'm going to go with uh, starting small fires because, as everyone knows, the end of times is coming and I was preparing. That's not even a joke. I'm just getting real with you. Listen, we've got to get some more food stores. Your water's got to be ready, guys. Here's what you need to do. Rain collection systems. I lost you. Okay. Uh, I, I did spend some time starting small fires. Quick story. Almost burnt down a doghouse because I was melting crayons inside of it. I thought he wanted a cool colored floor. Thought I'd melt some crayons, give him a wax floor. Almost burnt the doghouse down, and then the dog died. So I want the sympathy vote. Not in the fire. Like two days later. From... From eating crayons. It's, uh, that's not true. I didn't kill my dog, probably. Time. I didn't start small fires. I burnt down a trailer with my family inside it. Luckily, I got a mountain time. So that's why I practiced my knife fighting skills to keep me from starting fires. Uh, but yeah, you have to practice knife fights because uh, you're not really going to be in a fire in a club as often as someone's going to try to stab you. <laughs> like tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I had my heart set on small fires. Because um, <laughs> I'm good at them. But uh, yeah. Let's all knife fight after this. Uh, you said you're not going to be in a fire in the club. Apparently you haven't bombed as much as I have. Because I've started several fires up here. Not... Because I was on fire. Like right now. Yep, that's it. Yep. It's, uh, I didn't have to practice knife fights because I am white trash enough to be blessed enough to grow up with guns. So I don't need your knives. I have 12 gauges. And a gun wins in a knife fight every time. Never needed to practice knife fights. I just needed to practice trigger safety, which I'm good at. Safely melting crayons for a door dog house floor. Not good at that. Need the practice. All right. That got ugly. Here we time. go. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Uh, small fires are bad. And uh, knife fights are cool. You never see small fires on the internet. 
you see lots of knife fighting. So, yeah, if you want to make it in the movies, you should learn how to use a knife. All right. A lot of good points here. I don't know who's going to win, but let's turn it over to the voting so you guys can decide who is going to go on to the finals and face Travis Stevenson. Will it be Jared Hazen or John Murphy? This is a grudge match right here, and... I'm glad we have a 20-second limit on it because it's been too suspenseful in the past. And we're not doing this again. If it's a 50-50, I'm just going to say Jared wins. So, <laughs> And we have zero seconds left. Let's see how everybody voted. Starting small fires. Yeah, what side? John Murphy was for starting small fires. Okay. Hey, John Murphy's on to the finals, guys, which means... Um, that our final matchup tonight will be between the opening the mic boys, the Bristol boys, John Murphy and Travis Stevenson. All right. So uh, your final question tonight, this has to do with a movie that I'm sure everybody here knows or two movies that I'm sure everybody here knows. As a film student, do you write your thesis about Encino Man or Roadhouse? Don't tell me you don't know these movies. You don't know Encino Man? Pauly Shore? Wow. Okay. Should we just do the next question? I have, I have another question have lined you up. Encino Man? You guys want a different question? What do you think? No, it's fine. I'll take it. Audience, what do you think? You want a different question? Or do you want to watch... Do you want to watch John Murphy flounder here? What I do you want? Let's do the next question. Just, just roll through that. <laughs> All right. Um, music. Which uh, guilty pleasure are you going to enjoy? Uh, in your car, alone, the Insane Clown Posse, or Dave Matthews Band? Uh <laughs> All right, look, you can see me. You know I'm fucking rocking out some Dave Matthews, right? Yeah. I'm going to weep. I'm going to enjoy myself, get myself a good cry on the way home, where I walk through the door and act like I'm the badass my wife married, but she doesn't know that I was just in the car thinking about that dog that I almost kind of maybe murdered. Listening to Crash Into Me. That's a Dave Matthews song, I think. Also, I have commitment issues. I can't go ICP because them motherfuckers be serious. I can't be getting, I can't get the tattoos. I can't start a whole new cult. I don't have time for that. I'm too busy as it is. I barely made time to come here tonight and talk about my secret undying love for Dave Matthews, that sexy, sexy man. Time. All right. I don't care if he's from Charlottesville. I get it. It's closed. Dave Matthews is not good. Like, it's also not a guilty pleasure if you can enjoy it in the DMV with everyone else. 
okay? It's a guilty pleasure because you enjoy it alone and you feel guilty. Yes, I harbor a lot of guilt because I'm down with the 313 and I, and I have love for my juggalo homies, okay? And yes, I have makeup in various colors at the house and I have chest tattoos that were done with a guitar string. That's a whole thing and I keep it guilty like it's supposed to be in the contest. Remember that? Uh-huh. Exactly. Dave Matthews, DMV, Gathering of the Juggalos, something, something. Have you ever seen a Juggalo? They ain't guilty about shit, bro. They're out there, and they're proud of that shit. They've got those tattoos on their faces. And listen, I can't wear black and white makeup because everyone will be like, hey, check out that fat mime. <laughs> Dave Matthews, I don't have to commit to anything. I don't have to get tattoos. I don't have to join the Juggalos. I just get to listen to beautiful, sweet, sweet songs. There's a reason it's in DMVs and no one's listening to the Juggalos in the DMV because everyone wants to murder everyone already. You don't need the music to help. That's the thing. If you listen to ICP, you might think about murdering other people. You listen to Dave Matthews, you think about murdering yourself because that's how it happens. You, you have a friend that says, hey, man, I know your life's looking a little hard. Why don't you come join me? Maybe you can be a, an insurance agent for me at State Farm. And that's how it starts. Then comes the khakis, then comes the polo, then the Dave Matthews band haircut. And the next thing you know, I've got a piece of cable wrapped around my neck and I'm trying to hang myself from my ceiling fan. Is that how you want this to go? This is supposed to be a comedy show, man. Time. <laughs> All right. So many good points. I don't know how you guys are going to decide, and yet you must. It's going to be up to you, the audience, to decide. Oh, Joe just handed Travis a Fago Rock and Rye soda, the champagne of sodas, that he's pouring directly into his Ultra. So... It's not going to make the ultra worse. We know that. Um, but here we go. We got 17 seconds left. We'll see who. Ooh, that's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who you guys chose as your champion for this evening between these two, these two co-hosts of the Opening the Mic podcast that everybody should listen to. <laughs> Opening the mic. Okay. Let's see who won. Insane Clown Posse. They win every time, baby. You can't hold down the Insane Clown Posse. There's Juggalos everywhere. Juggalos hidden in the crowd. Anywhere that you go, they're just out there. They take their clown makeup off. You don't know. You never know. So our champion tonight, getting the belt, brought to him by the guy that made the belt, Travis Stevenson, everybody. Give it up for Travis. Let's, uh, let's get to this question here. All right. So I guess that just means you're on 90 Day Fiance? Like, which, what does it say on the card? Oh, okay. Read the card. I was reading. That's the why the cards are written out. Sorry, John Murphy. It's not my show. All right. 90 Day Fiance allows you to marry someone you've never met 90 days later. Would you use that power to potentially fall in love or to take half their shit? It says stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would use that 90 days to try and take half of somebody's stuff because uh, I'm already in love. Good luck. In this imaginary scenario presented here on this board, I am not married. And that's why I went on the show, 90 Day Fiance, and I am looking for love. Because I'm not a piece of shit just trying to steal from people. 
You fucking already love somebody and you're going on a show where people are legitimately looking for love. They're putting themselves out there and you just want to rip them off. You need to really look at yourself in the mirror, man. That's fucking nasty. That's like, you're going to be on like E.T. one night because they're like, the guy who broke somebody's heart is a piece of shit. And then all of America is going to know that you're a terrible person. He is. He admitted that he is because he would go on a show and lie about it to steal half of somebody's shit. You're not going to find somebody as successful as your current wife, so you're not going to get as much. Time. Poor choice. You know, I will, I will take a look at myself in the mirror. I will take a look at myself in one of my four very fancy mirrors of the eight that I had <laughs> while married to a very fancy person. And each time I look into a fancy mirror, I'm going to be like, God damn, I did good. <laughs> because we all know the people who sign up for these shows are millionaires, and they're all super successful. So he's guaranteed to hook up with somebody who's really, really rich. No, you're going to be in an apartment somewhere in Nebraska, and uh, she already has two kids, but you were trying to get like that money that you thought she had, and you got fucking Joe averaged. Take that look in the one mirror. That's all dirty and half cracked. All right. Yeah. I guess we can vote. I love that you use Joe averaged as a verb. I've never heard that before, but it's fantastic. So I can't believe you didn't get the insane clown posse question tonight, Joe. Man, I am a juggler. <laughs> I was really hoping that you would get it, but. You don't leave the juggler. You die. No. That's the only way you get out. No, I don't have the tattoos of the juggler. Yeah. You said you have a lot of Juggalo merch, right? Oh, I have a shitload we should do like a auction show here one night. Yeah, come on down. This is apparently the place to do it. This is the place to do it. Yeah. All right. Love or half their stuff? What do you guys think? What does the crowd want? Love. Oh, you guys, and 69% of you voted that way. Nice. Nice. You couldn't have planned it better. All right, yeah, and today is six. Is it six nine? Is Double it? nice, right on. Double nice. All right, we got one question left, and then we're, and then who wants it? That's our last question. Jared Hazen. Jared, get up here. Jared Hazen, come on. Let's go. Leave your knife over there, please. Thank you. All right, great. We need like a security uh, metal detector on the way up to the stage for Jared. Okay, here we go. What's our uh, question here? Jared, do you want to go first or second? Uh, okay, I'll just go first. That's <laughs> okay. fine. I'll just go first. That's rough for a game where the object is to choose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sean Carter, would you rather go to a Renaissance fair or an anime convention? Um, I want to go to a Renaissance fair instead of an anime convention. Um, because I've been to one. It was a pretty good time. I've never been to an anime. I guess that could be a new experience. But bottom line here, there's a lot of horses at Renaissance fairs, which is kind of cool. Um, and there's a lot of people dressed as, like, foxes and ponies at anime <laughs> conventions. <laughs> and I'm just saying that I want to go to the one that, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of tails, 
there, but the but the but the animals with the tails they're natural and they were born with them. They didn't insert them earlier in the day. That's that's why I don't want to go to the anime convention. Listen, let's be honest. We're all going to these festivals to fuck, right? So if you go to a Renaissance fair, everyone's gonna be super sweaty, 30 layers of clothes. It's gonna take forever. Anime conventions, they're barely wearing anything. And like he said, they have butt plugs with tails on them. So obviously, I'm gonna go after like a hot Spider-Man or something. I don't know, I don't know why I said Spider-Man. It's getting weird now, I'm gonna hand this over. Wow, I did not say anything about butt plugs. I just said inserted. It could have been inserted into a loophole for their belt, like a belt loop. I was not, you know, you took that a little further than what I was implying, I think. You know, that's you're in, you inferred it. I didn't imply it. Okay. Uh, other thing is I'm going to the Renaissance Fair because we all know that, like, Renaissance Fairs are supposed to be set in a time where uh, if you're a little heavy... Meant you were doing pretty good for yourself. I'm already fat. I don't need more turkey legs. I'm going to anime where we all eat seaweed and just talk about how much we hate our parents. Like, that's where I'm going to have the most fun. And there's lots of boobs. Right. All right. Thanks, Jared. Well, let's uh, <laughs> I'm gonna channel I'm gonna channel you, Sean. A lot of good points there. Uh <laughs> That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. That is our show for this week. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again in a month or so, I want to say at this point. I'm going to try and put one of these together for while I'm in Boston. And then we'll start, we'll do another one uh, probably in August at the club, uh, Blue Ridge Comedy Club. But in the meantime, as I said, we have a lot of fun shows happening at Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. So check out our website, blueridgecomedy.com. And if you want to become a member, we have a really great program at the club where you can get a year-long membership for 250 bucks. And what that includes is a free T-shirt and unlimited access to all of our shows for that year that you have the membership. And we also have monthly memberships available, so you pay by the month and you can cancel whenever you want. Those are 30 bucks a month, and you can come to every show that's scheduled as long as you have that membership. Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. Come on down. All right. Bye, everybody.